The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 616. As Wolfie has barked, we exit the previous episode's hidey hole. I see you over there, trying to distract me from what other other creeper is like crawling up next to me. Some burning zombies in the distance. I know your games. But yeah, your game is Minecraft. Welcome back to Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 here for, like I said, episode 616 of the series. This episode is, is coming out on Thursday, October 20th, 2016. As we continue on, spoiler, we had a creeper, we had a burning zombie, now we have a friendly spoiler. So many, so many various species of animals frolicking about the Far Lands or Bust world, including myself and Wolfie. Oh, and that creeper. Alright, well I was gonna get some wool, but never mind. <laughs> oh god. Alright, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> Where's that creeper? Don't look at him, don't talk to him, don't, don't, don't... Oh god! Oh, skeleton residue. Uh, or no, that was zombie residue, actually. Don't mind if I do. Alright, I think we're fine. I think he's forgotten about us. Yeah! Oh, that's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, continuing on. Like I said, let's actually go west here. It's a little bit less jittery when you go west uh, as opposed to north or south, as we were doing. But uh, yeah, Farlands or Bust and farlandsorbust.com is where you can go to donate to Child's Play Charity. We are continuing to raise money for that cause. Currently at $41,722.69. Or, I'm sorry, and 14 cents, that is 69% of the way to our $60,000 goal for this Season 6 of Far Lands or Bust. So I appreciate the continued support. You donate. All those funds go directly to Child's Play Charity. And you can also leave a comment with a question that I will add to the list here. Woof, Wolfie agrees with the whole question-asking scenario that I will add to the list to answer here in a future episode of Far Lands or Bust. This, this whole series has become just a gigantic Q&A for charity. Q&A for charity. Indeed. Indeed. So carrying on, uh, oh yeah, brief programming note. Yes, I do have a new microphone. I mentioned that in the last episode. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, and I hope it's not happening this time, at the beginning of the episode there were some very strange, loud pops and clicks had nothing to do with the volume of my voice, like the, the microphone peeking out being too loud. It was just a weird poppy and clicky. It was it was like somebody was uh, jostling my XLR cables. Careful of A! Alright, Wolfie, let's have a seat and a treat. And there is indeed a zombie spawner beneath us. But yeah, that had nothing to do with, like, the microphone. It's actually, that's happened with my other microphone as well. I, I, I'm thinking it's the interface. The, the USB XLR interface that I that I own. Alright, this... Alright, we don't see it, so we're not gonna excavate it. I thought maybe it would be right there and it'd be like, oh, neat, but no, no. 
That's, that's the reason we came up with that rule. Because <laughs> we can spend a whole episode searching for a, a spawner, only to never find it and never make any progress to the far lands. Here's our, here's our sheep that we wanted to shear. Those other ones were being protected by the creeper. They employed some protection for their wool. But these ones did not. Uh, so yeah, those weird pops and clicks. Uh, I tried my best to minimize... Careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie! Minimize those. Um, but uh, I even considered... I even considered, I'm like, this is like happening so frequently. Only at the beginning of the episode, though. It didn't continue on much, much beyond the first night. I was like, ah, oh, should I, you know, this is one of those technical reasons. Should I, should I start over with this episode? But I decided against it because I really liked how the episode went overall. We, we, we saw Tree Man and, and other such things happened that were very interesting and, and funny and, and just something I wanted to preserve. And whenever I do, very rarely, it's only happened a handful of times, have to re-record for technical reasons. I go back and load a previous save, being very careful, being very careful not to cause any sort of space-time continuum issues. But when I go back and load a save, I rarely, if ever, know the exact direction I traveled the previous attempt, so I, I usually end up somewhere different, so we would have missed all those things. So, decided to preserve it, so apologies if that was slightly annoying. I, I didn't hear any complaints about it, other than internal complaints for myself. Uh, so hopefully those issues have been resolved. My my, my fine sub-tub and, and Twitch audience have helped me slowly dial in the knobs of this new headset microphone. Um, of course, that doesn't mean I'm going to abandon the other nice microphone, um, but uh, it's just a new kind of setup I'm trying out, and once I'm able to figure out a way to easily switch between the two without having to completely replug and unplug and uh, reconfigure my entire setup here with a bunch of cables. Uh, I'll, I'll do that and, and you know, for Firelines or Bust and stuff, I'll, I'll use the nice microphone. Uh, I really got this headset for uh, streaming, uh, but also for a little bit more active, you know, racing games and things and, and stuff. Uh, even console games where I can more easily kind of lean back and play console games, but still have still have the up-close microphone audio fidelity that is required would be best. But uh, yeah, thank you everybody for your for your patience with that. And I did see a few comments mention how when I first got the the the, the professional the Rode Procaster, there was there was a good month or two of of dialing in the features of that one because at first it was it was really low and deep and bassy and very much AM radio voice. So we finally slowly, with much time and patience, dialed in um, the, the necessary equalizations and levels for that to get it to a place where we want it to be, and then we just lost them all by trying out this new microphone. Because <laughs> we had to fiddle the knobs for this one. Um, so yeah, thank, thank you for your patience with that. But anyway, carrying on, I do have some, actually quite a bit, of Space Canoes. I mentioned previously that we watched the Chinese Space Agency launched two astronauts to their space station. They most recently, as yesterday, rendezvoused and docked and then boarded that space station. They're going to be staying up there for about 30 days, which is going to be the longest duration space flight in Chinese history. Just last night, Expedition 49 to the International Space Station launched out of Baikonur, Kazakhstan, aboard their Soyuz, 
on their way to the space station. They will arrive in about 48 hours. That launch went to plan and f without, without, it was a nominal. It was nominal. All was nominal with that. The non-nominal things that have been happening also today, and I forgot to mention this, I completely forgot to mention this, but the European Space Agency uh, launched and, and today set into orbit its ExoMars Mars Orbiter. Uh, it's a it's a scientific orbiter that's going to be studying the the atmosphere and looking for trace gases that could perhaps indicate life. You know, like your 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 organics in the atmosphere and even in the ground. I guess uh, the ExoMars orbiter uh, entered orbit successfully around Mars, but it also had a lander component that separated last week and was due to land today as well. And unfortunately, they were getting signals and telemetry up until the point of expected landing when they lost all signals from the, what is it called? The Shirapelli lander. It's landing near Shirapelli crater, which is, interestingly, that's also where Curiosity, the Curiosity rover is landed in Shirapelli crater. Uh, and I remember them saying that they were going to attempt to image the landing of the ESA lander from Curiosity, at least point the cameras at the expected trajectory to see that would be the first time a, a, a spacecraft on the surface of Mars could photograph another spacecraft landing on Mars. Uh, so that would be interesting. We haven't heard anything from that, but then again we also still haven't heard anything from the Shirapelli lander uh, which is unfortunate at best. It's not a rover, it's just a, a stationary lander. But uh, we're still waiting on news from that. There are other upcoming opportunities. They're essentially just looking for a ping, a response. Uh, uh, just a, a very a, a binary code that says, yes, I'm still alive from the lander. Uh, they do have, via the orbiter, the ExoMars orbiter, has stored uh, the... Uh, uh, trajectory and the, uh, you know, the, the the information from the lander about the landing, uh, but that still has yet to be transmitted. They're waiting for that moment of transmission to see if they could infer anything from the from the uh, the speed and trajectory. The the avionics. That's the word I was looking for. The the avionics record. Whoops, got a little bit turned around there of the landing. So. Fingers crossed for hopefully an okay news from the surface of Mars. And then we have a little bit more space news that hits a little bit closer to home. But we'll get to that in the morning. And a space newsness. So much space newsness. Ow! Twist my ankleness. So yeah, we've also got space news about Juno. As you know, it successfully entered, all according to plan, its Jupiter orbit via its entry burn. Um, but since then, a few problems have cropped up. This latest of which is that it has a problem with its main engine. It is It needs to do another orbital burn to adjust its orbit. If you remember Kerbal Space Program, it's periapsis and it's apoapsis. 
Um, it, it it has to get into an orbit. It gets really close to Jupiter and then swings really wide out, really close. And it's going to, for the scientific mission, it's supposed to do that something like 42 times over the course of the next 20 months. Unfortunately, valves are not responding as they should be. They do tests. They send test signals to uh, Juno before the actual specific date and time comes that the burn is needed just to make sure systems are working and the systems were not working as intended uh, they were not responding in time so a bit worried about the status of the main engine aboard Juno that will put it into its defined science orbit it can still if if the engine doesn't burn it can still do its science it's still in an orbit but it will not have as many of those orbits uh, as as would be nominal for the entire mission, uh, and the mission would end, it would enter into Jupiter <laughs> a lot faster than it would if it could enter into its its nominal orbit. So that's no good. And then recently, I just saw, I didn't get a chance to really look into this, but I just saw that Juno, uh, on Twitter, I saw somebody say that they, they reported that Juno entered safe mode, which is generally... You hear about spacecraft doing that. I mean, Curiosity has gone into space mode. Space mode? It is in space mode. It's constantly in space mode, but in safe mode uh, a couple times during its mission. Uh, you know, Hubble goes into spa safe mode whenever there's a problem. Uh, apparently Juno went into safe mode. It's just kind of an automated default, like, oh, something's not quite right here, so I'm just going to shut down non-essential systems and then wait for a command from Earth to tell me what to do next, as opposed to the computer itself deciding what to do. So that uh, is a series of events that is not not nominal for the mission. Keeping an eye on that, definitely. But yeah, that goes to show, sure, getting into space and getting to your destination, uh, that, that might be the easy part, as difficult as that part is. What with rockets and fuel and controlled explosions and trajectories and, and burns and things. Once you're there, it's not it's not over. There are still there are still many many a things working against you. Space space is not a place that likes to be explored. It's like uh, I, I like just existing out here. I'm gonna make it as difficult as possible for you, and it certainly does. So fingers crossed for both uh, the Sheer Pelly Lander as well as of course Juno, which we've adopted as our own little spacecraft because I saw it launch. I was there. I was there when it left the gravitational pull of Earth onwards to its mission to Jupiter, where it's currently at, which is crazy to think about. Indeed. But yeah, let's actually get to some of these questions that I talked about a little bit earlier in this episode. I actually... let's actually review a topic that I mentioned in the last episode. Coffee! I'm looking for some coffee! Didn't get that many good suggestions. Well, I mean, not, not good suggestions, but that many suggestions for coffee. Uh, unfortunately, the ones I did get uh, were either when I looked them up, they were not purchasable online, uh, or they were from other countries. The closest I got was one from... Uh, somebody suggested a coffee, either in the comments or on Twitter, from Canada, which I could purchase, but shipping to the U.S. costs more than the coffee bag itself. Um, so, I might not be trying that one either, so uh, it, I might be searching on my own for some replacement coffee, whole bean, I should have specified, probably 
buyable online and shippable to the US within reason. Um, I do prefer also the, the single origin as opposed to the blends, um, but I, either or is really okay, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that uh, well, it was a good try. Good try. Good, good, good effort, my friends. Good effort. Um, speaking of coffee, with uh, donation, Muffinator22 says, Have you heard of Kopi Luwak coffee? It is one of the most expensive coffees in the world, made from coffee beans that had previously been eaten, digested, and then eliminated, air quotes, by the wild civet cats from Indonesia. Disregarding the cost and knowing where it comes from, would you still try it? Here's the thing about, I've heard of this, it had its 15 minutes of fame a few years ago on the internet. This Kopi Luwak coffee. People, it's expensive. People say it's great. But specifically speaking, the, 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 the wild cats, these civet cats from Indonesia, it passes through their digestive system because their digestive system doesn't process it at all. So literally, literally nothing changes chemically about the coffee bean that has been passed through the system of a cat. Literally nothing changes. It has zero effect. Zero effect on the bean itself. Therefore, you can infer zero effect on the quality or the taste or the the, the contents, the actual chemical composition of the coffee is not changed whatsoever. So, that being said, it's been widely proven that it is, it's simply a gimmick. It's a gimmick. I'm not saying it's a scam, but it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick that uh, some people have bought into, others have not. I personally have not. If somebody offered me a cup of the coffee, without me having to pay for it, just to say I tried it, or actually like, ooh, taste for yourself. If they really wanted to try to convince me that it's the best coffee in the world, sure, I'd try it, whatever. But it's, 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 uh, it's a marketing thing. It's, it's all in the marketing. It's all trying to put a, a spin, a spin on your, uh, your product or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's literally nothing no no different than than those same coffee beans that have just been picked naturally and not consumed and passed through uh the the insides of a cat they 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 you know them they tested this and th- this is this is truth <laughs> so yeah it it's a marketing scheme if you will but uh yeah i don't i don't i haven't heard much about it i i'm i'm assuming people kind of caught on to that fact and have moved on to other things since then uh but thank you for the suggestion but no i'm not i'm not in any hurry nor am i really of any interest to be trying that out at all xavier penguin xavier penguin asks how does it feel now that you no longer have cable tv access has it changed the way you do things around the house does it leave you with any empty feelings <laughs> feelings of loss and loneliness and despair does it make you feel a bit more free well i'll tell you when the next bill comes how free it makes me feel uh it makes me feel about a hundred dollars more free probably um but no i mean i i have noticed i mean the only thing 
this is why I canceled it. The only thing I was watching was mostly when I was cooking dinner or making lunch or, or you know, any sort of reason I'd be in the kitchen or front room area. I would just have it on as background. And it was normally the FX network when they were doing their daily Simpsons rerun marathons that they often do. I would either have the Simpsons on or old Seinfeld reruns on, on TNT or TBS or whatever that network is called now. Nothing else ever. Nothing else ever. I was watching Mr. Robot. Um, I actually had the problem where they weren't including the, the HD version of the season finale in their on-demand, so I like tweeted at them about it, and they said, we'll let you know when it's up updated, and, and the HD version of the finale is, is available on-demand. And uh, Two days ago, they responded and said, it's now available. Well, great, thanks. I've already canceled my service. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just wasn't using it. It wasn't worth $100. Even if it was just to watch Mr. Robot, it wasn't worth $100 a month. Um, and now I'm noticing that in those times, say, when I'm eating dinner or making dinner or whatever, uh, I have a Amazon Prime TV stick or whatever, and I'll just turn on uh, Twitch. I'll have a Twitch stream on the background, or, or YouTube. I'll be catching up, and instead of watching YouTube videos at my desk and, you know, losing use of productivity time at my desk, I'll, I'll watch my favorite YouTubers. And, and influencers on on the TV on the, uh, the 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 Amazon stick. So yeah, no, I don't. I'm not missing anything. It was really just background noise, and and now I feel like I I can't say, oh, I'm so much more productive. Is this no? Okay, I was gonna say there's another day to still do the nighttime thing. I don't I don't know that I'm like more productive or anything, but it certainly kind of feels like it's one less thing. One less intrusion. Certainly I've been seeing a whole lot less commercials not having a television. Also having YouTube Red. Also having Twitch Prime. So when I do see an ad, it's a bit of a surprise. <laughs> so let's go to sleep actually here. And continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. And woo-wakeness. Alright, let's go a little bit to the left here, a little bit south. Try to follow this land, shall we? We shall. We will. And we are. And it will be done. Powers2440 asks, When you go on your hikes, how often do you stop and just look at all in the scenery? At the scenery, or in the scenery, or of the scenery? Chickens? Stop and smell the chickens. Um, often enough? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I, I need, that's one of the things, perhaps, now that I don't have a television, I will have some extra time. I, I got a state park pass, and I haven't used it yet, so I gotta use it, like, nine times or something, then it will pay for itself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've gotta, I've gotta get out and do some, some hiking, uh, to get some of that hiking in now that it is sort of it's still during the mid the middle of the midday it's still reaching into the low 90 degree Fahrenheit's around Phoenix here uh, so not a hundred percent hike friendly at least in the middle of the day but I should I don't know I really wish I could get up a lot earlier in the mornings than I do but I don't uh, to go out on like a morning morning hike 
It's like an hour hike. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I gotta do to motivate myself to do that. I'm also thinking, okay, if I can't get up in the morning, let's do, let's do sunset hikes. But then I'm like, oh, then I gotta deal with like rush hour traffic to drive some. <laughs> excuses, excuses. But yeah, I've gotta, I've gotta definitely. It always feels good to get out and and actually like move your legs around. Um, so I'm definitely gonna be doing that. How often do I stop? How much wool do I have? I've been shearing a lot of sheep. Whoa, the golden clock of destiny, come back. I've been shearing a lot of sheep, but I don't feel like I've gotten much out of it. These sheep are dry! I certainly hope they are, I don't want soggy wool. Moist wool, moist, moisture, moist. <laughs> Alright, let's grab these guys. Yoink. Ooh, a brown sheep, a brown sheep. I was about to say, we haven't seen a pink sheep in a while. But, uh, at least we saw that brown sheep. <laughs> That's consolation enough, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, off, I mean, honestly, I'm probably more so than others, maybe, uh, when I am out in nature, hiking, or, or elsewhere. I can kind of just, you know, some people will, like, bring a book or listen to music. I can often just sit and, and yearn. <laughs> uh, sit and, speaking of Seinfeld reruns, uh, I can often just kind of sit and look out into the distance in a in a in a in a in a in a complete dead gaze. Uh, that's that's often a little bit of a meditative moment for myself, as much as I often can. Um, so yeah, you know, often I hear of people who either got to be moving, got to be doing something, or uh, getting somewhere, or, or, or whatever. But I can often, specifically if I get to a place where there aren't other people, that really helps. Ooh. I'm intrigued to see what's actually behind door number two there. Have a seat, Wolfie. This is... This is very intriguing. Ooh! I'm very intrigued. This is almost mini Farland stuff that we're looking at here. Take this, but extend it, like, all the way to the edge of the world, 30 million blocks. Whoops! It's the erosion mod, everybody. The Minecraft erosion mod is working here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. No, not really. Huh, neat. I like this quite a bit. It was mysterious. Dark and mysterious. Let's actually... Let's just have some, uh... Accent lighting so that we don't see the torches from outside. But we can see some light. How am I doing? Oh, I don't have any coal, speaking of which. Don't mind if I do, you fancy little weird hole in the side of the wall here. Don't mind if I do indeed. So yeah, um, I'll let you know when I get back to hiking more frequently. But yeah, it is often pretty cool to just kind of sit and watch. Yeah, there we go. That's that's ominous. Oh, I can see a torch. The ominousness is ruined. There we go. Right, let me see if I can get a screenshot out of this. Hey, Wolfie! Boop! A bit more. Oh, that tree's in the way. There we go. Well done. Well done. Alright, let's carry on. Speaking of getting distracted not making any progress, it's not the spawners that do it. It's the scenery, as we were just talking about, Jinglestog. Jinglestog powers. <laughs> what? Why did I say Jinglestog? Dank it! Not even anywhere. I think I must have answered a question last time from Jingle Dog. <laughs> oh man, you you crazy Farlanders and your your crazy memorable names. 
Kelvin. Ooh. Ooh. All right, then. Well, I'm glad the place we chose to explore wasn't a hell on earth like that place. Um, Calvin says... Uh, oh, this was Calvin. This was Calvin who actually... Speaking of my Twitch chat, was uh, in my Twitch chat when I was giving away, doing sub-giveaways for uh, postcards. Calvin uh, said, uh, I did. I made note of Calvin. Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, I, I did. He said, I did have a stuffed tiger growing up. I wish my parents had named it Hobbes, but they let me name him instead. Do you have anything like that that you wish your parents had done with you as a child? Say, go someplace or get into some hobby? Sure, sure. Um, certainly I, I kind of wish... I mentioned this a uh, handful of episodes ago when somebody asked about musical instruments or my musical interests. I wish perhaps there was a little bit more... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nurturing of... of musical... potential musical talent. As it's something later on that I found I have some acuity for, but really not much time or money or uh, dedication to pursue in here in my adult life. But yeah, I already told the story about how I wanted to maybe try out band, but didn't, because uh, it wasn't... it wasn't uh, something that they had me do uh, perhaps, perhaps I, perhaps I'm, I'm in general. I'm not a very what's the word I'm looking for. I'm not a very um, hmm, enthusiastic individual, and and certainly as a child I wasn't. So maybe, perhaps it, I wasn't enthusiastic. I was not getting the point across that parents, this is something I wish to do, and perhaps might change the course of my life in the future. Maybe, perhaps, probably not, but maybe, perhaps. Looking at a future yo-yo ma here. But uh, maybe maybe that was a little bit on me or not. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I kind of wish that sort of thing. I'm trying to think of something something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's probably that's probably one of the bigger things. Uh, music in general, of course. Then later on, I wanted to try out guitar and stuff, and. Uh, Similarly with the music stuff, but never got into any lessons or anything from that. I just ended up buying a guitar from my sister, <laughs> my older sister who had a guitar, uh, but then uh, stopped playing the guitar. I'm like, okay, I'll buy that from you then. Um, and just fiddling on my own with the guitar. So yeah, probably the, 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 the music aspirations perhaps wish were a little bit more encouraged. Dang it, well they... Trying to... let's actually... well, the sword is actually a little bit more dangerous for Wolfie, but we'll try. Whoa! So yeah, I think probably that. Go to some place? Um... Space Camp? <laughs> Although, that's more current Kurt than it was past Kurt. I might not have been as into space as I am now. Uh, but Space Camp would have been great! That would have been really cool! Mm, honestly, there is an adult program at Space Camp. <laughs> Not saying I've considered it, but uh, it's out there. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. Uh, that, that's probably all that I can personally think of. 
I really wasn't into cars growing up. I kind of wish... Like, I didn't have anywhere to be or anywhere important to go other than, uh, you know, crummy little retail jobs. I kind of wish I personally had looked into, like, my first car or cars saving up for, like, a, a Daily Driver classic car. Uh, that would have been really cool, but this is also all in hindsight. Uh, and honestly, it's probably something that my dad, who is actually quite into cars, and we would go to car shows, and he knows all what the cars are, and the years, and just, like, uh, has, you know, he grew up building, he still has, and in, in, in has in the basement, like, dozens upon dozens of plastic models, mostly muscle cars, and the cars he grew up with, um, that, uh, he built growing up, and still has, um, but yeah, I think that was more, more of my own personal lack of interests at the time as well. Of course, now looking at it in hindsight, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I can't think of anything else similar to that. But uh, well, no, I don't know. Also, there's also the telescope thing. Here, right, let's let's blame our parents for all of our misgivings. Um, yeah, I bought a telescope, uh, or they bought me a telescope, but it was unfortunately one of those department store telescopes that only ended up getting frustrating for me. Um, and then I ended up shelving for for a long time. Uh, I think if I had if I had been able to see the rings of Saturn, uh, which I could, I later was able to with that telescope before upgrading to my actual real telescopes. Uh, that would have blown my mind as it did then, and perhaps perhaps at a, at an earlier stage in life allowed for the pursuit of a different path. Maybe, maybe not, but again, I don't know uh, if that's anything that my parents would have known to do. You know, in the days before the internet, this information was less accessible. Um, or at least less obvious was probably the best word. Accessible, you could probably search it out and find it, but... Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> but no, I'm not like blaming my parents for anything. I could have been an astronaut. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Remind me to bring that up in my next therapy session. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's the end of episode 616. Ending on a high note here of uh, Far Lands or Bust. Once again, I appreciate everybody here who has asked a question by donating to Child's Play Charity. Keep giving at farlandsorbust.com and remember, we're not going to press F3. We're not going to know how far we've walked until we reach that $60,000 goal. It would be fantabulous if we could do that before the end of 2016 here. Because 2017 is going to be a busy one, my friends. There's a solar eclipse. A total solar eclipse going all the way across the United States. I've got to start picking out places where I want to see that. It's going to be really busy. <laughs> I'm going to dedicate my entire 2017 to that. Um, so yeah, don't forget about that, Space News. Um, but yeah, anyway, thank you so much for watching this episode. I hope everybody had a good Thursday. And, uh, well, this is coming out on Thursday, so it continues to have a good Thursday. And if you're watching this in the future, whatever day you may be upon, I hope it is a good one. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. <laughs> Thank you.
I can often just sit and and yearn 